days I'm just weak, but I couldn't stand to see you suffer. Well, maybe I wouldn't suffer so much. Well, all fathers do, especially the first time. The husband of a friend of mine almost lost his mind. Really? Yes, he was afraid he wouldn't be there to call a doctor. So for days he just sat by the telephone and ate nothing but a few radishes and a small chunk out of the mouthpiece. I guess it's pretty hard on a man. My friend finally told him to call the doctor, and he did. But when the doctor got there, he couldn't do a thing for her. He couldn't? No, he was a veterinary. <laughs> well, goodbye, Janie. I've, you know, I've... I couldn't take a chance in making a nervous wreck out of you. You've got to be at your very best when Mr. Atterbury makes you the new vice president of the bank. Well, don't count on that job too much, Jane. Chuck, you know, Chuck Raley is being considered, too. But you're the smartest, cleverest, most brilliant man in town. Oh, now, wait a minute. Oh, it's true, Jim. I tell that to everybody when they ask me what I ever saw in you. Well, that's nice. You, you just lack confidence, that's all. If you go right into the president's office and say, Mr. Atterbury, I... Oh, wait. I've got a wonderful idea. What? I'll go to Mr. Atterbury and tell him you're the only man for the job. I'll make him listen. Oh, no, you won't. Well, why not? You know how clever I am. That's exactly what I mean. You stay away from Atterbury. Don't ever let me catch you talking to him. Oh, dear. But if I have a chance, I still think I... Bless you. I still think I could wrap Mr. Atterbury... Jim, did you sneeze? Yes. Oh, you poor darling. Don't get excited. <laughs> I've sneezed before. Jim, you better not go to the bank today. You may be dangerously ill. Oh, stop being silly. Oh, I mean it. Tell me the truth, dear. When you first got up this morning, did the floor feel cold to your bare feet? Well, yes, I it... knew it. And when you took a hot shower, did the water feel warm? Well, yes, but... You see, you've got all the symptoms. Symptoms of what? Oh, well, they could develop into anything. Stick out your tongue, dear. Ah. Oh, my goodness. You've got a temperature of 104. You can tell that from my tongue? Oh, sure. All you do with a thermometer is put it in your mouth, and your tongue is already in your mouth. But I don't feel... You get your clothes off and get back to bed, Jim. I'll bring you some medicine. Oh, medicine. Oh, medicine. Yeah, huh? Here I am. Where do we keep our medicine, Millie? Well, I'll put it in the medicine cabinet, ma'am. Well, what a clever idea. Before you came, I'd just put it any old place. Well, come along into the bathroom and help me pick out some medicine for Mr. Cougat. What else is Cougat, ma'am? Nothing. He's perfectly healthy. What else? The folks don't need no medicine. I'll tell you a little secret, Millie. Yeah. I want him to think he's sick so I can run down to the bank and have a talk with his boss. <laughs> you show him a caution. <laughs> <laughs> well, open the cabinet and let's see what we have. Yeah. As long as he's not sick, I'd rather give him something that tastes nice. Well, the pink stuff in that big bottle is mighty sweet and soothing. I took some when I had a misery in my tooth. All right, I'll try it. Hmm, the label is full of things with funny Latin names. But I don't suppose they could hurt him. After all, it says 97% alcohol. That, that only leaves 3% Latin. Now, don't you breathe a word of this, Millie. Oh, I won't, Millie. Well, here's your medicine, Jim. How are you feeling now? Gee, it's the darndest thing. I felt swell when I got up. And now I'm starting to ache all over. Oh, naturally, but I think we caught it in time. Now, keep covered up, Jim. You can't afford to have a cold when we adopt Junior. It might be hereditary. Oh, sure. Well, I've got some errands to go do downtown, so I'll go along. I won't be long. Jane, wait a minute. Yes? Remember what I said. Don't go near Mr. Atterbury. Jim, you don't trust me. Jim! <laughs> 
very brave, Miss Atterbury. He wanted to come to work, but I forced him to stay in bed. Oh, poor boy. Well, tell him he needn't worry, Jane. Tell him to take a week off or even a month off. Uh, without pay, of course. Without pay? Yes, money isn't everything. Oh, I'm afraid we couldn't afford that, Miss Atterbury. Not with Junior on the way. Junior? You mean a baby? When do you expect it? Oh, whenever it's convenient. Well, it's, well, it's convenient. That's right. Naturally, I'll wait until after Dollar Day. Well, I'll be. Oh, as a matter of fact, I'll probably adopt him the day after the sale. Oh, adopt him? You had me worried for a minute. Ah, uh, Jim's a little worried, too. He thinks he doesn't make enough to support Junior until Junior's old enough to support him. Well, I, I told him you'd fix that and make him the new vice president. You will, won't you? Well, frankly, at the moment, Chuck Rayleigh is very much in the running. Oh. You see, Chuck made a shrewd move recently. He bought a piece of property in which an out-of-town financier, Mr. O'Toole, is interested as a factory site. The consummation of the deal will bring an important account to this bank. Oh, he may be shrewd, but I don't like that Chuck Rayleigh. He never dances when they play a rumba at the club. He just stands behind some girl and watches. <laughs> I don't want you to feel that Jim has no chance, Jane. My final decision is yet to be made and will naturally be a fair, square, and honest one. Oh, thank you, Miss Atterbury, and I'm sure Jim will make a wonderful vice president. Well, home again, dear. How is my precious patient feeling now? Not so bad. I guess I was pretty sick. But I'm the type that fights back. Ah, oh, you sweet. Where have you been? Oh, uh, oh, I've been fine. I guess your disease isn't contagious. No, no, no. I said, where have you been? Oh, where? Uh-huh. Well, um, I've been, um, to the market. Are you asking me or telling me? Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I went to the market to get you a big, thick T-bone steak. Jane. But all I could find was a, a, a big, thick fish. I, I, I don't know if it had a T-bone, but it had lots of other bones. Jane, so I decided... Jane, are you sure you went to the market? Ha, have you been taking your medicine, dear? Yes. Are you sure that you didn't... How much have you taken? Three spoons. Oh, oh that's you... not nearly enough. I'll pour you a big glass full. Oh, I don't think I'd better, Jane. That stuff seems to make me kind of dizzy. Here, drink it down. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Gee, it's awful. Now... What were we talking about? Oh, nothing important. Any mail this morning, dear? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it. I got a notice that another installment is due on those silly lots you bought last year. Of all the idiotic things you've ever done... How about another glass of medicine, dear? No. Of all the idiotic things you've ever done, buying those lots was the worst. Sixteen of them. Right on top of a swamp that was filled in in 1888. Here's your medicine, dear. Oh, all right. Hmm. Uh, now, how did you ever let... Say, that's the darndest stuff. How did you ever let that crooked real estate dealer rope you in? Well, I wanted a place to build a home of our own, Jim. And that development had such a lovely name. Peekaboo Acres. Mm. Fine thing to call a swamp. Honestly, Jane, there are times... <gasps> Say, that medicine is beginning to hit the spot. I've got sort of a warm, healthy glow. Mm, my dear? Sure, fill her up. <laughs> the stuff's a regular tonic. Must have the prescription renewed. Well, here goes. Oh, mm. well, I'm sorry you're so mad about the lot. Oh, never mind, sweetheart. Just forget the whole thing. Ah, uh, you're such a nice husband, Jim. But I'm so stupid. You're nothing of the kind. You're the best little world in the life. <laughs> what did you say? 
I said you're the best little world in a wife. What's the matter? Can't you understand English? No, don't you mean understand English? That's pruotly sice I said. Jim, are you getting a fever? An honest-to-goodness fever? Oh, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Never felt better. Never felt better and better and better. Well, you certainly act sort of... Oh, dear. Uh, Millie, will you answer the door? Jimmy, you sure you're all right? Absolutely. And I owe it all to the devil of medicine. Announcing Mr. Waldo J. Atterbury. Mr. Atterbury? Well, hello, Jane. I just dropped in to cheer up the patient. Oh, I see he's no longer confined to his bed. Hi, Atterbury, old man. Pull up a chair and rest your surplice. <laughs> well, I must say, Jim, that you scarcely sound like a man whose health is impaired. Who said it was? There's nothing wrong with my health, Mr. Attitude, and I resent you, Atterbury. <laughs> well, you see, Mr. Atterbury... Yes, I do see. I've been harboring a drunken viper in the bosom of the Fidelity Bank and Trust Company. Well, but if you'd only... Listen... I've heard enough. Sick, huh? Bah! Wants to be vice president, eh? Bah! Atterbury, if all you can do is burp, I don't want you around. <laughs> I'm leaving at once. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, Jim, this is dreadful. What a... Thing. Yeah, pretty bad. Poor old Atterbury. Tight as an owl. <laughs> uh, hello? This is who? Would you repeat that? Um, I'm afraid you better spell it. M O T H E R? Oh, mother! <laughs> oh, how are you, darling? That's good. No, no, Jim and I...